Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to Going for Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. My name is Hunter, too. And we are stoked to be back here for uh, postseason baseball. Mm-hmm. I actually haven't played any postseason baseball yet. Yeah, um, I mean, a few other teams did. I mean, we didn't. Yeah. So, I mean, we said we'd be here for postseason. And we're here. We're here. So I didn't, didn't, didn't play miss any SEC games. Tournament. Um, no tournaments have been played. We're good. Yeah. So uh, starting off with a little bit of Friday morning motivation, I know everybody's been missing that. And so this quote is actually going to come from uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Your good friend. Our, our good friend at Teddy Roosevelt. That's his Twitter <laughs> handle. Um, or it would have been had he ever had the pleasure of having a Twitter. Uh, <laughs> believe you can and you're halfway there. So I read that and immediately was like, well, that's not true. And then was quickly reminded that that just means that I don't believe yet. So... I'm not halfway there, so um, I don't halfway know. rounds up. So like, yeah, I mean, if you believe you're there, yeah, and so the the fact that I didn't even believe the quote means that I don't even believe whatever it is that I'm not even halfway there to. So um, <laughs> thank you, Teddy Roosevelt again. Slade Smith, our new roommate, was the guy who just reminded me that I just wasn't quite prepared. Uh, and so that's that's a great mentality to go into the regional with. Just believe, <laughs> and you've basically won one and a half games. So. Is that true? <laughs> I, I miss I miss this. Yeah, I, I love Friday morning. I've been so I've been just lacking motivation on Fridays, That's and it, I, yeah. I know all all of you faithful listeners have been too. Uh, but looking looking ahead into this episode, what do we have in store? Yeah, we're gonna recap the uh, around four series that we played. I mean, we didn't play in Hoover. Didn't I mean? Mississippi State wasn't there, so like, I mean, there's kind of kind of weird for the number three team in the conference to not get invited, but you know what? Yeah, then then we're gonna go a little bit like Twitter and talk 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 just a little bit about tournament seeding. Yeah, just go go going down, kind of looking at some of the regionals that catch our eye, and uh, just saying who we think is gonna win some of them. And then we're gonna talk about our regional, the most important regional. Yeah, the only one that we're we're really worried about right now. So, and then it's our favorite thing in the whole world yeah one thing remains constant it's instagram questions yeah and we are very excited about that we got some really good ones that uh, we're so thankful for and we'll get into those at the end okay so last time that we talked we were like please let us sweep texas a&m yeah and and you know what you know what the diamond dogs went out and did Swept A&M. They swept A&M. Every single game was in control from start to finish. I don't think we struggled in any of them. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Uh, going into the seventh inning in the game one, down seven to two, and then just took some some diamond dogs, some cardiac dogs, heroics. Just got to sell more shirts for Barstool. Yeah. But uh, got that done, swept that series. And that was coming off of a series loss to Vanderbilt, where we, where we played well, uh, but just didn't, weren't able to get it done. So swept A&M, went to Columbia. And, uh, you know, we said... Got to get two out of three. Yeah. The dogs went out and did that. Mm-hmm. They did exactly what we needed. Saturday was a little weird. We kind of lost control late, had to throw Landon. Some people blame that for our Sunday loss on that one. But you know yeah. what? You won two out of three in South Carolina. And in, in the moment, um, that, that seemed to take us out of the contention for the SEC title. In reality, um, Arkansas lost a game or two when we didn't that we didn't expect, and so we were still in contention even after that game. But the weekend following really took us out of it, uh, and just kind of put a lot of doubt in a lot of fans' heads, and maybe even a little bit me and you. I'm not really sure what we were feeling at the time. There was just a little bit of misery. 
Well, uh, that's a great segue to what the team we're talking about, and that's Missouri. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we played Missouri. They came to Starkville, and we really struggled in game one, and then really struggled in games two and three. Uh, won game one, but lost the series after losing games two and just three. A, just a all-around ugly series. Yeah, like, I mean, Missouri did completely... Like, completely the opposite of what they've been doing all year. I mean, whatever pitching matchup we put in there to have the advantage. They're just barreling everyone. Yeah, I mean, it didn't matter. It was Christian McLeod, Will Bedner, um, Stone Simmons, Houston Harding. Hootie I mean, had a bad start against them. They hit everybody. And um, so they played their best baseball of the year. We played our worst baseball of the year. And c- coming off of that, I was like, are we even going to win the, the Bama series? You know, are we going to finish second in the SEC or – eighth in the sec i mean i mean it could have gone either way Mm -hmm. and uh we were able to go into tuscaloosa take care of business and really finish the season on a strong note getting a sweep when you really really needed one yeah played the best baseball that this team has played yeah and and for that to close out your season pretty good i mean you know those 9 30 a.m games and hoover that we may or may not have played don't matter yeah so let's just look back to the alabama series where the dogs in all phases of the game played great. Yeah, I think uh, if I remember correctly, McLeod got seven and in- went seven innings. Mm-hmm. I think Bednar went uh, maybe six or seven. I mean, two incredible starting pitching performances. I got to see Landon twice in that series. Uh, it just it really was a complete just dominated. And after sweep. the game, uh, we got a little tidbit on what's going to happen with Landon in the postseason. Uh, they were asking about uh, usage of Landon, and Lamonis was like, "Yeah, this is his first time being a reliever out of out, being out of the pen in his whole career. Like the preparation, everything's just a whole lot different. This whole season has basically been like grooming him into that mold, and like, yeah, I mean, for the last game of the season, a game that you really don't need him to go in there and pitch to close it out to sh- show him twice in a series." It has me feeling good for postseason baseball. Yeah. We should be seeing him. Uh, I mean, not any crazy pitch counts Cops. or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to go five and six innings two times in a weekend or anything. That's stupid. so crazy. But uh, That's unfair. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing to do. I mean, if your guy can do it, please take advantage of it. Do you have the SEC Pitcher of the Year? You might as well use him. Uh, but Landon Sims is just not like that because that's not what he's used to. And, but, and he's... They're a whole lot different pitchers. Landon Sims is a closer. Landon's also going out there throwing 97. Yeah. Almost every pitch. And then Cops is out there throwing 91, 92. Yeah. I mean, it's just completely, completely different. Completely different people. Yeah. And different mentalities, too, I think. So, very great pitcher. Both great pitchers. I think Cops really deserved. So SEC glad that the, the SEC has both of them this year. Because, uh, like, with the whole, like, Pitching Ninja kind of gaining popularity this year, I feel like a whole lot more people have seen college baseball yeah. because of how absolutely disgusting yeah. <laughs> Landon uh, and Cops are. <laughs> For sure. And, and, I mean, do want to talk a little bit about the SEC tournament because we, we went and played Florida. We were the three-seed in this tournament. We played six-seed Florida. Got run-ruled in that one, I think, in seven or eight Dude, innings. I bet we didn't get run-ruled in the next game. And then we played, uh, whatever, two-seed. Was it two-seed yeah, Tennessee? Yeah, two-seed Tennessee. And got run-ruled there, too. And so it was the first time ever that an SEC, that a team had been run-ruled twice in a tournament. And, um, you Dogs. know, what? 
Dogs. Uh, hey, making then history. again, setting records. Making history. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so obviously, it wasn't pretty. Doesn't make you feel good, especially going into postseason play. But especially going into the selection show. Yeah. Remember that time that we were going to be like the 13 seed, and yeah. all, I mean, sky was falling down. Ole Miss was going to take our ho- our <laughs> national seed spot. I mean, I, I understand sweating that a little bit, but um, I think we just proved that the. I mean, this this year really did prove that the selection committee doesn't really weigh the SEC tournament heavy mm-hmm. at all. Uh, I mean, I, I really appreciate them, you know, taking an entire body of work over two over games. Over five percent of your <laughs> season. Yeah. I mean, I know those two games. I mean, winning the SEC tournament would be fun, and I get it, but it just didn't didn't fall our way. At, at least in the Power Five conferences, where you're gonna get more than one bid. Yeah. It doesn't seem like the tournaments really matter. Uh, I mean, TCU went and won the tournament and like barely moved up any. So yeah, it, it it was really weird how the committee looked at that. And you know, I'm glad that we had John Cohen in there holding people hostage, saying, "Give us a seven seed." You better make Ole Miss's regional the toughest one, which we'll talk about very very soon. But I mean. It just it didn't look pretty uh, from start to finish. Yeah, we just looked really bad in the SEC tournament. But since then, uh, Lamonis has talked about you know giving the guys a couple days off. You know while the SEC tournament was still going on until Sunday, the team had those days off and we were able to just um, just go not go fishing, <laughs> not play baseball, uh, which may seem weird, but you know what? It's just taking some time away from you know you know maybe the social media, maybe just fans talking about it and just the game in general. But uh, if you'll remember, in 2019, we ended the SEC tournament getting run-ruled by LSU. And you know what? That team did pretty well for themselves. Made it to Omaha, won a game, and you know what? I think we'll be fine. <laughs> I really do. You've, you've seen this story before? I have. Where does it end? Um, in Somewhere in Nebraska. Somewhere over there. Yeah. I don't know the exact mileage, but it's somewhere in Starkville. That I way. I think we can... I think <laughs> we, <laughs> I think we can see the sign that points to Omaha somewhere. So, yeah, I'm not, not worried in the slightest, especially after seeing our draw, which we will uh, look at now. So, uh, in the Starkville Regional, we have two-seed VCU, three-seed the Campbell Camels, and then four-seed uh, a familiar foe, which is the Sanford Bulldogs. So, um, playing Sanford tomorrow at 2, or I guess when y'all are listening to this, it'll be today at 2 o'clock. So, I hope you, hope you listen before then. But, uh what are your initial thoughts when you see this? Um, we played Samford earlier, but it was in a midweek. Mm-hmm. And I feel like group of five, well, not uh, mid-major, mid-major, yeah. mid-major teams at least, are at more of a disadvantage in the midweek games. Yeah. But, like, their, their bats didn't do anything against Hootie. Like, yeah, against our, you know... At that time, you know, just a midweek starter. You know, that's mm-hmm. all he did. That's all he was was at that point. You know, maybe a bullpen guy every now and then. They weren't able to get anything across. And, um, you know, obviously we weren't playing their so-called ace, but I just have to think that our offense is, is going to be better than Sanford's. Yeah, they and so, have, they, none of their starters have an under-5 ERA. Um, yeah. That And we are pitching Will Bedner, who mm-hmm. is uh, arguably our best starter. You know what the B stands for. I do. Um Sensor Bedner. Yeah, that's right. Willie mm-hmm. B. And uh, so I, I just have a have a good feeling about this one and the entire regional. You know, you, you just look at that and you don't see any power five teams, which doesn't always mean anything, but one thing it does mean is um usually less depth. And mm-hmm. so um 
even if you do happen to lose a game in this regional, you know, you have to battle, battle your way through the loser's bracket, you even feel good about that because, you know, it gets to games three, four, and five, and you feel so much better about your three, four, and fives than anybody in this regional. Uh, and the same can't be said for, you know, Ole Miss, who's facing Southern Miss and Florida State, which I know Southern Miss isn't power five, but... They're, they're getting close. They were, a, they were a shortstop pitching away from... <laughs> hosting you hate to see that you you really do i just i can't imagine lane forsyth coming in to close a conference championship game man a game that if you win you host it doesn't matter if you win the next game i just feel like i would risk hurting a player's shoulder for the rest of his life they had they had to have a starter lined up for the next day yeah i don't I, i don't know what southern miss to the top right yeah Okay, um, so in the rest of ours, we have VCU, mm-hmm. then we have Campbell. Um, one thing about this regional, you don't see very many premier, like, like none of these teams are like really like big-time two-seeds, but they're all conference champions, they all hit well, and one thing about them, um, none of them particularly pitch well. Yeah. Yeah, and it also seems like all of these teams are about like a good three-seed, yeah. so like while our, it's not like a super easy regional like yeah it's it's weird because and, like there's no like easy win like yeah, completely I mean, you're, you're easy gonna have win. to play well to beat all of them and rpi wise this is like the yes yeah, the second top. yeah is it the top it has the most wins too okay so the most wins between them uh out of every regional all 16 of them and the highest average rpi uh, and that that really surprises me after looking at Tennessee's regional because that one just looks scary. Poor Tennessee. So. One of one of our notes right here under our seating talk mm-hmm. is if you want an easier regional, just win more games. Yeah. Unless you're Tennessee. Tennessee <laughs> as, as the three seed, they have. I, I mean, I, I it's the toughest regional of all of them. I think you know when your four seed is Wright State, who has the best offense in America. That's pretty tough, and then mm-hmm. you, then you have the hottest team in baseball is Duke, and a team that I don't want to see in any sport ever. Uh, Why have they hurt you before? Uh, Liberty has hurt me before. They they single. I mean, they just they just ripped my heart out when <laughs> uh, I guess Lamar Peters ripped my heart out. But um, Dude, he would never be a ball hog. I, you're right. I mean, I think he, he sharing He's, sharing is caring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. Liberty in every sport kind of scares me, so I just feel for those Tennessee fans right now. Mm. And, and the, during most of the season, Liberty was like one of the top mid-major teams in uh, 11.7's polls. So. Yeah. And yeah. Duke hasn't lost a game in what feels like a month in the ACC, which no one really knows <laughs> if they're good or not because they haven't played anyone else. Yeah. I mean, I'm just looking at some other regionals now, and, and Vanderbilt has a really favorable one. Um, Indiana State is a three seed, kind of, kind of can scare you a little bit, but I mean, Georgia Tech is your two, is not very strong. Yeah. And then you know, looking like we mentioned, Ole Miss, uh, Arizona has a tough regional. You see Santa Barbara, Oklahoma State, and Grand Canyon. I mean, those are three names that I hear about in baseball every year. Yeah. And and the same thing for the TCU regional. Yeah, McNeese, uh, Dallas Baptist, and Oregon State. If I, I don't care what they've done all year. If Oregon State is anywhere close to my regional, I am fearing for my life. Just because mm. I know what they can do in the postseason, even in a bad year. 
Um, but looking to one that's more applicable to what we're looking at here is the Notre Dame Regional. You know, that's who we're paired up with. They are the 10 seed, and they're hosting in South Bend. Really, really good year for them, and I'm really surprised they didn't get a national seed just because they were so far ahead in the ACC. Yeah, I guess that's what not playing out-of-conference games does to you. Yeah, I, I just I thought that they would get in over Texas Tech. Texas Tech did kind of fall off a little bit at the end of the year, but... Um, they they have UConn, Michigan, and Central Michigan in their regional. Dude, and I'm sure that Central Michigan team isn't full of a bunch of guys who like to have fun. I mean, that's the same team we saw in 2019. <laughs> and I mean, wearing Yoda masks in the dugout and sprinting to first after getting hit by pitches. They were in the left field lounge just clowning, eating food, and, and I bet everybody would just hate to see them in Starkville again, right? Yeah, I mean, that just sounds like a team that doesn't play the game right yeah gotta take it more seriously than that (laughs) you gotta have no fun yeah i mean notre dame is i'm sure they're a good good team you know i don't look at them and say they have just a great like an ace or just super great offense or anything but they've they've gone through the the acc and and finished on top and i just i know they're a good team but i they just haven't been tested all of this said um we don't have acc network so we haven't watched a we single no ACC idea. game. Uh, they um, could be, you know... We do listen to podcasts, though. Yeah. So, I mean, we basically watch the games. I mean, it just seems like they've had a very boring year. And um, Michigan, you know, they were uh, defending runner-ups. They, they lost to Vanderbilt in the national championship game. Don't think they're the same team uh, at all. But, you know, there's just a few teams in there that could, could win it. You know, I think all four of those teams have a good shot at winning that. Notre Dame's not doesn't seem to be just too much better than the rest, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and so that we we face the winner of that regional if we win our regional. So uh, that's just something to look at. And I don't, I mean, obviously Notre Dame's going to be the favorite, but I don't really see them as a as a clear favorite if if that makes any sense. Yeah, I I, I completely agree. Okay, and then back to our regional, we, we kind of had our little fun talking about that, but we have a little segment. A little bit farther where we want to talk about a few of these regionals, and I don't want to get to them before we talk to them. Yeah. Okay. Um. What does Mississippi State need to do to win this regional? Um. It all starts with starting pitching. I mean, mm-hmm. I think if if we can hold the other teams off long enough for us to you know put you know some runs on the board, it'll be fine. Uh, and that just means you know Bednar and or Bedner, whatever, and uh, Christian McLeod, you know, go in six at least, I think, is really, really important. Um, I don't think that you're going to have to get too deep into a bullpen. I hope not. And um, so keeping those arms fresh for uh, a series where you do need them. But, you know, hitting the ball well is going to be a big thing too. I think getting guys like Cam James and, um, I mean, just just seeing a consistent lineup throughout is going to be fun. Yeah. Cam James is a guy that I look to and say he hadn't really been uh, been hitting really well in the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and it'd be really fun to get him going. I'd like to be like Arkansas, where their number one player, Lockhart, yeah, he he's kind of slumping right now. He's their leadoff guy. Oh, they, yeah, yeah. They 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 still have him in there because they know that they're going to get production mm-hmm. two through nine. Yeah, and it. I'd love to be like Arkansas right now. Yeah. I bet they feel so good, but only one one seed has ever won. Yeah, which is so crazy to me. But I mean, that's I, baseball. Yeah, it, it's it's a weird sport. With that being said, I know I've mentioned Cam James's name, but what is your prediction for the Player of the Weekend and just the the uh, regional in general? Okay, I'm still cursed. 
I'm I'm not gonna play with the curse in the postseason. Okay. Okay. So what player do I want to ruin their season? Um, Brandon Pimentel <laughs> is my player of the week. That's no fun. <laughs> I'm not messing anyone up. All right. It uh, was either him or Carlisle Kessler, but I figured maybe Carlisle would come in with like bases loaded <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Starting first baseman tomorrow, Brandon Pimentel. Uh, but in seriousness, do you think that we're going to take this regional? I do. I do. Uh, three with games or a little opposition somewhere? I mean, I don't... I don't want to come off like, oh, SEC so much better. Oh, Power 5 so much better. Because like teams like this have done stuff before. Yeah. Um, but I just really don't see how we get to Game 3. And I know our Game 3 starting has been kind of shaky all season. but I, I think Jackson Fristow is better well, than we tr- We trot out Jackson and... Fristow and like, we've trusted him against SEC teams, yeah. third guys. Like I mean, we've won most of the games that he pitches. Yeah. Like... And he's, I mean, say what you he, want, but he he's is perfectly com- fine the first time through the order. If yeah. that's all he can get. If he can just be an opener, and then we get the hootie, and he can go uh, about five innings throwing 12 pitches, <laughs> like only hootie does, <laughs> I mean, it'll want uh, a slow pitch. It's impossible, but, you know, if anybody could do it. Uh, you just got to do the new intentional walk and then turn the double play. <laughs> No, that would be really good. That'd be awesome. Um, I think we're going to take the regional too. I, I think. And who's it, your be player a, of the game? I don't want to let you off that one. Yeah, I'll do that in just a second. But I mean, I think it'll be a surprise for me if we do drop a game. I mean, obviously we're favored to win all of them, but um, it really will be shocking to me if we lose one of these. I think we're going to come out really, really, you know, juiced. We're going to be, we're going to have a good time, and and it's going to be a good weekend for the dogs. But uh, my player of the weekend, that being said, is Logan Tanner. Uh, Campbell especially is a team that loves to steal bases. They have uh, a very insane number of 92 stolen bases That's this year. Crazy. Um, I think uh, he might get a handful of, uh, of assists to second base. You can throw <laughs> a couple runners out. Um, I threw out the number 19 earlier. You know, 19 <laughs> runners caught. And uh, but I, I I hope for Campbell's sake that. They would stop sending runners at that point. I hope for Lothan's sake that he doesn't have their three innings worth of. <laughs> I hope for our sake that we don't let 19 of Campbell's runners get on base. But uh, no, I just think he'll have a good weekend. We need him to have a good weekend at the plate too. Um, just maybe he can hit a few bombs and and uh, we can he can blow a few kisses into the dugout. But um, I actually hope that doesn't happen. Um, but. I think that I think it's going to be an awesome weekend. I think okay. we're going to play really well and uh, kind of flush the whole SEC tournament behind us. Yeah, what SEC tournament? We didn't we didn't put it, it on bid. It didn't cost us anything. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, one question I do have is: What is one regional that you can look at out of these sixteen and just say that's the one I, I really want to have on my TV? Okay, I think that you're going to go Ole Miss. Yeah, I think you are easily going to go the Oxford Regional. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to do that. And I, I know another easy one is the Knoxville Regional. Also don't want to do that. But I'm looking at a game right here. In Eugene, Oregon. Central Connecticut. <laughs> yep, that's them. I'm looking at the LSU Tigers. Mm-hmm. The Last Ride. Pulmonary. Wild things are going to happen. And as you said, I hope 
that we do not see LSU at the later in the season. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's going to be some dark magic happening if they get out of this and out of the super. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's my pick for the regional that I'm excited to watch. Right. There, I mean, there was two really easy picks in front of me, kind of layup picks. I mean, kind of downgrading what you're about to pick. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I, mean I understand. Uh, so obviously a pretty bad four seed there in Central Connecticut, but Oregon uh, somehow has done enough to host. I, I don't watch West Coast baseball. Uh, we also don't have Pac-12 Network. Yeah, and Gonzaga apparently was just on. Uh, they were one of the twenty schools that could host, and they were just barely inched out. Um, and so they they also, um, you know, a pretty good team apparently. I just haven't watched any of their baseball, um, but. I mean, it seems like a pretty good two seed, but LSU is the storyline there, you know, potentially making a run like Florida State made a few years ago mm-hmm. to Omaha. With it's their... crazy what happens when you announce your retirement the night before selection. <laughs> yeah, Monday. I mean, maybe uh, if we're ever just struggling and maybe not going to make it into the tournament, Chris Lamonis can just announce an early retirement and then just pull a psych after that. But um, <laughs> So I like that pick. I mean, I'm excited to see if LSU can make a run. I really – I mean, they're on our side of the bracket, so if I see them in Omaha, I, I'm running for my life. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, I think I think they'll get taken care of somewhere down the line. But um, I'm looking definitely at the Oxford Regional. I just think that – some of these names I, I really expected in the Starkville Regional. They've got Southern Miss, Florida State, and Southeastern Missouri. Uh, Southeastern Missouri apparently has a, a really good pitcher that um, Ole Miss has taken their chances with and not pitching Doug Nikhazy on the first day. Um, if they lose that first game. If they lose the first game, I'm, I'm – I mean – Get like, what's coming to you. Southern. I mean, it's always a if, risk. If when they lose that. the first game and Southern Miss loses the first game, <laughs> Doug versus Southern Miss. <laughs> yeah, I mean Southern Miss has two aces, and so that's that would be a pitcher's duel. That'd be really fun to mm-hmm. watch. Like whatever happens, I, I mean Southern wins. Oh, it's gonna be. But I mean, baseball in itself is just a very you know momentum-based game. What teams catching fire at the right time? And I know Southern Miss kind of caught a bad break in the CUSA tournament, but they played good baseball. Yeah, they, they were. I mean, Louisiana Tech's had their number all year, and so I don't. Maybe it's the powder blue that's like causing them to struggle. And if that's the case, then they don't really <laughs> want to play Ole Miss either. But I think it's just Louisiana Tech. They played them like ten times this year and lost eight of them, and that's just ridiculous. And yeah. so. I think that it was more of that and the mentality against Louisiana Tech than it was just them, you know, choking. But uh, I think I really like Southern Miss in this regional. Um, Florida State, like I said, is another huge name here that I, I thought I saw in a lot of projections they were coming to Starkville. So the fact that Ole Miss has both of those really really shocks me. Mm-hmm. But um, selection selection Monday was a fun one. I, yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I, I on in all honesty, I think Ole Miss makes it out of this somehow. Um, I think they'll be fine with uh, throwing Day. throwing diamond. Are they, yeah, are they throwing Day on, diamond on which Friday. He looked really good in the SEC tournament. Yeah, I think which, they'll, I mean, they'll be that game, Those games don't matter, but I think they'll be fine with diamond. They they played really good baseball in the SEC tournament, like you just said, and um, then Nikhazy is going to beat whoever he faces. So. And they are they are so rallying around Elko right now. Yeah, I mean it's a team that I don't want to see and. The only time we could see them is in the, the College World Series finals. I don't want finals. that, by the way. 
<laughs> that would be the worst because all the success we've had against Ole Miss, I promise you, it would turn around in a heartbeat when we face them in the College World Series finals. Mm-hmm. They would, they would run rule us if that's even a thing. Then, but oh, um, that would be horrible. I do not. Ugh. Yeah, all this, all the success of the last five years is is gone, and yeah. so there was a lot of uh, the Mississippi State college baseball Twitter just as a whole was 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 really. Really kind of popping uh, after Selection Monday, um, and then a bunch of Mississippi State Mississippi State people were like, "Oh, Southern Miss is just the third best team in the CUSA. They're not good." When I can only assume the message boards of Southern Miss got in Mississippi State's regional right now. Oh, we have to worry about that Southern Miss team. Oh, they were a game out of being a regional host. Yeah, like. It's just, like Southern Miss is a good team. Yeah. If pitching, the bats aren't hot right now, but I mean, neither yeah. are ours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just I really I mean it's baseball. I don't really know what to expect. But like I said, I think Ole Miss wins that regional. And who do you say wins the Eugene regional? I was saying LSU. LSU. Okay. Gotcha. And I'll take Southern Miss out of the Oxford regional. All right. I think I'm gonna say Gonzaga out of yours out of Eugene. So oh, really shocking, wow. shocking the world there. Um, couldn't get it done in basketball, but maybe they can get it done in baseball. Um, so that's all that we have for regional predictions and regional talk. Uh, obviously, we're going to be back next. Will we be back next week? I guess we will. We will. We will. Okay. Yeah, I'll we'll write be... it down right now. We will be back. All right. If Mississippi State's here, we'll be back. Yeah. If not, you'll just see a nice little post on our Instagram. Thanks for so, another good season. And... Sorry. <laughs> We're closed. <laughs> gone fishing. Uh, oh, I that, hope I don't have to look up gone fishing sign. <laughs> but that's all that we have for the regional talk. Like I said, we'll, we'll recap our regional next week and preview a super regional. Uh, predict, or just assuming that we get there. Uh, probably a terrible assumption. <laughs> but um, now we're going to get into Dude, our- this game. This team always wins games that they're supposed to. Okay, moving on. Uh, not going to talk about the Missouri series again. Um, but, Missouri series. But once again, if you ever have questions for us, even when if we don't post a, a question prompt, you, know, you can always send them to us at Going for Two on Instagram. Thank you to those who sent us uh, those today, and we're going to get into those right now. So what you got for? Okay, from Ben Majors. What to watch out for in this Cakewalk Regional? Like why VCU is on a twenty-one game win streak. Yeah, um, VCU is on that win streak from strict necessity. Yeah. Uh, they got swept. Was it Holy Cross? And, like and their season was kind of in jeopardy after, like, because you just can't take a sweep in that league. And, yeah. and then they just turned around and haven't stopped since. Yeah, I mean their coach called it the most boring <laughs> win streak in America or something like that. I mean it's just it's it's not like the A's and Moneyball or anything. It's just, you know, they have to win these games or they wouldn't be here right now. Uh, it, I mean, it's, it's no nothing magical about it, really. Yeah, okay. But uh, I, I do think that VCU can be a very good team. Not, mm-hmm. not Definitely don't think this is as cakewalk as it might seem on paper. But yeah. Uh, okay. I have to say that. And then we have, like, three or four from Courtney Purvis. All right. Uh, besides State, which team do you hope makes it to Omaha? If any. Mm. Um, there's, I, there's a few easy picks right here. Um, 
New Jersey, New Jersey Institute of Technology would be a pretty good one. Um, that would mean that Argy is gone. Um, Indiana State or Presbyterian, I guess. Um, Shout out to the Presbyterian Blue Hose for having just the coolest sounding I, nickname. I'd say Southern University would be a pretty good one. <laughs> just but, any of these teams that are knocking out the top seeds, absolutely. But in all seriousness, um, what's a team that you'd like to see in Omaha? Um, if I if I can just say see them make it there and not have to play them, um, hmm, Southern Miss, I think it. I mean, I live in the state of Mississippi, live close to Hattiesburg. Ooh, that would. Ooh, and and we're doing in the hypothetical Mississippi State and Southern Miss make it, and we see each other in the finals. Nope, not that. <laughs> I, it would just be fun for Ole Miss to be little brother littlest brother for just a little bit yeah i just think that would be fun i'm not necessarily saying that i want that to happen but it's it's an interesting little storyline yeah yeah it'd be, it'd be pretty good it'd be um, good for south mississippi yeah yeah it'd be a really good one um uh, let me take a few looks at this list i almost said central michigan but that i mean that would mean that we lost i really don't think that you respect the troops if you don't say that army makes it should make it to Omaha. okay let's go with it fairfield well Someone doesn't respect the troops, I guess, but uh, I like it. You know, start off the year on like a... They what? don't have lights in their stadium. I'm not sure what they're going to do when they play in Texas with lights. <laughs> lights. It's, is it daytime? Are they just going to be like moths and just like stare at it the whole time? Um, no. I doubt it. <laughs> probably not. They've probably seen lights before. Um, I don't, I mean, they started out like a 28-game win streak <laughs> or something. They have the three number three RPI in the I love country. RPI so much. Um, doesn't really make sense, but they're a three seed for no reason, and that would be kind of fun. It'd be a fun one. Also, Texas wouldn't be in Omaha, so. Yeah. Thank Good you, for us. Fairfield. I'm a Fairfield fan and a Southern fan and an Arizona State fan. Okay, um, from another one from Courtney Purvis. What is one thing we need to work on in order to make it far this year? Not I'd say getting, fielding. Not getting run rules. I'd yeah. say scoring more runs than the other team. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Our, our run differential, maybe? I, I have said it... I think me and you have said this all year long. If we play clean baseball, we are a top... Easily a top five team in the country. Maybe one of the our best. Our best baseball is close to the best in the country. Yeah. I mean, I, our average baseball... or like. I, I don't say average. Our good baseball, like when we're playing really, really well, is up there with what I see when I watch Arkansas play. Mm-hmm. You know, other than having cops come out three times Cop a weekend. Cops. <laughs> I, I just, it's so good when we're playing clean baseball, and the hitting always seems to figure itself out. But when we're making errors, they just build off of each other. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the biggest thing there. Yeah, and that's it for Instagram questions. No. Right. Well, thank you to everybody that's sending questions. Thanks, Ben. And thanks, Courtney. Ben and Courtney. <laughs> Uh, I think Drew did mention something about Shohei Otani. Yeah, um, okay, I'll just make a random question. Okay, um, so, Shohei committed to Mississippi State. He signed with us. He is on campus. Do you want him pitching or hitting? Mm-hmm. Both? Yep. Okay, there there it is, Drew. <laughs> there's your answer. I, I think if there's any chance at all for you to have a two-way player who can be your ace and your best hitter, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we're about to have a guy get to campus who's going to be our starting quarterback and starting left fielder. So. He's here right now. Is he? You think? I'd assume. I mean, it's the biggest weekend of baseball 
first big weekend of baseball that he's going to be like a part of the team. Yeah, like and this. like first time that our recruiting people in football even get to see him. Yeah. The dead period's over. Yeah, and nature's healing. <laughs> Finally getting back to normal one. We're going to get another step back towards normalcy tomorrow as we see a packed duty noble field. Really, really busy start for Mississippi. And uh, I'm really excited for this regional. Did we even talk about all of regionals and super regionals in Omaha being opened up to 100%? It is. <laughs> uh, everything is back to 100%. Remember I'm, when that wasn't a thing? Like last to, time we recorded? 50%, you know, at the dude. Um, yeah, I'm so pumped about that. It's. I think I'm going to get to buy a ticket at the gate tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. So, Unless anyone wants to send us free tickets. At going for two on Instagram. Just and if you're listening to this, you probably have our numbers, so let us know. <laughs> Just send us tickets. <laughs> Just send us some press passes. That's I mean, I'd even take triple crown. I mean if that's all I, you I'd got. be okay sitting at left field lock. If you just had one, day, if, you, if you just had to, this whole apartment, just, just, you just know. send it my way. Yeah. You know? But uh, once again, thank you guys so much for listening. We we were so excited to be back. Uh, I just love being back in Starkville, even if I am here for summer classes. Um, you know, baseball's here, so uh, really excited for that too. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope for a great weekend of Bulldog baseball and a great weekend of college baseball in general. Uh, and we will be back with you next week. Thank you guys so much. thunder and lightning anymore i can't believe brian didn't give one of us a call robbie instead of saying woo he should go oh boy i don't think robbie's gonna do that <laughs> <laughs>